2: So one afternoon I was taking a nap in the crib. I remember this distinctly. And I rolled over and I had like a desk with a chair and I looked under it and there was a gnome and he was just sitting there staring at me. I'm not kidding. I mean, he was like, he was sitting there like with his little knees crossed and looking like this, except he was, he had his head turned because it would be turned to see me in the crib. And I just was like, I know I've seen that guy up in the, up in the garden, but I was like, I was not verbal. So it wasn't like I was going to say, Hey, how are you? I just, but I saw him, you know? So, and like, I tell my family and they laugh, you know, like they, like, they, they sort of believe me, but they don't really. (laughs) So it's kind of cool. And like, I wish I could see more things like that. And I'm hoping that if I can meditate and raise my vibration, I, I will, it's always been a lot of fun.
0: your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. Hello,
3: hello, hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As you are coming in, make sure that you, um, you know, feel comfortable. Um, you know that there's a chat box on the bottom right. Um, it would be great if you can switch your video cams on, just so that we feel like we are in a real discussion. Although this is happening online on Zoom, I'd like for this to have you know feel like a nice community experience where there's a lot of sharing, there is a non-judgment sort of uh, situation, and uh, there's a lot of um, you know there's a lot of listening happening. Right? Hey, Jali, how are you doing? I hope I'm getting your name right.
4: Yeah, you are. I'm good. Well, okay, it's, really, <laughs> it's really late where I am. It's, it's 3 a.m.
3: Oh, really? Oh, I appreciate yeah. you for, you know, joining in then. I know that you have a story to share with us. So um, <laughs> I can't wait for you to get started. Uh, yeah. We'll wait for a few minutes for people to join in. Uh, and for people who are listening right now, Jali, where are you joining us from?
4: I am joining from Prague, the Czech Republic, right. Central Europe.
3: Wonderful. Wonderful. That is amazing. So we have more people coming in. So, so far we have Jali. We've got Chloe. uh, We've got Tori. We've got Lindsay. uh, We've got some more other people also who are waiting in the waiting room. Let me just, uh, let me, let me just add them in one second. Okay. Stephanie is in. Welcome everybody. Uh, let us know in the chat box where you are joining in from and I really am looking forward to hearing each of your story. I'm guess, guessing uh, many of you would like to share your story and maybe some of you would like to just listen, which is which is totally fine. So, let us know where you're from. If you'd like to unmute yourself, you can just unmute yourself and then you can uh, maybe introduce yourself or, you know, tell us what what brought you here today. <laughs> Sending love from Norfolk, Virginia. That is Madison. Lindsay's from North, uh, not North Carolina. New York City. <laughs> awesome. We'll give people maybe about a minute more, and then we will then we will begin. Really, really excited. Um, did you all, by the way, get a chance to um, listen to our previous episode from last week? because that was a uh, spirit stream number one. And we had three people share their spiritual stories. And uh, I really enjoyed everyone who, you know, shared. So it looks like Jolly listened to that episode.
4: Yeah, I did. Okay, wonderful, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Done my homework. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great.
3: <laughs> that is awesome. Tori is joining us from Nebraska. Okay. So welcome to another Edition of Spirit Stream, where you get an opportunity to share your spiritual awakening stories, no matter how crazy or spooky or unbelievable or strange it might seem to the normal world, right? Because in this world, everything is normal, right? Um, So, thanks a lot for joining us. My goal with this series is to have at least 108 people share their stories vulnerably and courageously so that they can you know get to experience some healing some comfort and community right um, and and my goal with this uh, with this uh, series is to make it one of the largest uh, communities online where people can come together without any fear, without any judgment, without any worries, and just share their stories. Because the truth is that there is a an awakening happening around the world, and one by one, people are experiencing these beautiful symptoms. I won't call it symptoms, but they're just having experiences one after another of different kinds. And it's important that we listen to them because maybe we've, we are going through something similar. And just that story sometimes can make the difference between feeling alone and feeling like, you know, we're part of something huge that is happening right now, a revolution, right? So before we begin, I just wanted to explain some uh, f- uh, foundational rules. If you can, uh, you know, you know, while we are uh, sharing or starting the stream, so switch off your phones Ensure that there's no background disturbance because that sort of affects the overall experience. Ensure that you have like decent inter- internet connection, especially if you're going to share your story. And if you can wear like a headphone or maybe earphones because that tends to you know improve the overall recording quality, right? It's something to keep in mind because once again, we're going to post this on our podcast and people all around the world are going to listen. And last time somebody said, AJ, great content, but the audio was not up to the mark. So I want to ensure that we have good quality audio as well as um, the, the story itself, which, which I'm looking forward to. The next thing, anyone can share their story, right? There's no judgment. It's a completely judgment-free uh, sort of um, uh, group that we have here. You don't have to be a pro, storytelling pro. It's your story. So it's going to be very subjective and you can take a pause in between if you're feeling emotional or something like that. Just you know, go with the flow. All right. Uh, let me add Ricky in. And if you want to share, if you feel like you want to share, you can just raise your hand once the other person gets done or send me a private message on here and I will I will add you to the queue. Now, every person will get about five to seven minutes to share your story. Approximately, there's no hard stops um, like the Oscars, but... Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, try to make the story uh, uh, specific about a particular incident that happened or something that you experienced as opposed to making it, you know, general uh, or maybe, maybe wake, you know, just uh, set that intention. Maybe um, the other thing I wanted to mention is um. Once your story gets over, I'll just spend a few minutes just trying to reflect on your story, on your journey. And I might ask you a couple of questions just so that we get more clarity uh, for the benefit of all, all our listeners. Yeah, um, Is that all right? Let me know. Give me a thumbs up or you can just say yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Great. Can great. You can hear me? Yes. Yes. We can hear you. Hey, Ricky. Thanks for joining. <laughs> All right, so to begin with, I was hoping that we'll spend a couple of minutes just to ground ourselves so that no matter where we are, we can come to the here and now and to this session. All right, so ensuring that you are in a comfortable position, gently closing your eyes and paying attention to your inner landscape. noticing what's coming up, any emotions, any level of light anxiety, maybe if you are not used to sharing you know that much, and that's totally fine. Noticing any stress that you might be feeling as well. If you might be feeling some gratitude for this experience, or maybe, maybe a little bit of excitement about this uh, new phase or this new chapter in your life, right? So welcoming all of this experience into the now without any judgment. Now we are going to take three deep breaths in and on the exhale, we're gonna make the sound of "Om." right? And we're gonna, as we inhale through the nose, we're gonna breathe into our belly And on the exhale, you're gonna make the sound of OM, really projecting the sound into your body, right? So full inhale, take a deep breath in. Breathe in again, fully in.
0: Oh.
3: And a third time. Nice deep inhale, filling the belly and the chest.
2: Oh.
3: Gradually open your eyes. And tell us the first word that comes to your mind. Move. Move. Peace, mind. Peace, mind. Sacred. Sacred, wonderful. All right, and so now since we are in this space, the floor is all yours. Who would like to go first? Okay. So Jali can go first. And Thank you also, so much.
4: Because but, it's really late. Where
3: <laughs> absolutely. And feel free to leave right after that. Also an invitation after a person shares their story to all of us in Unison together to give them some support. Because it's not easy to share a story by just saying Aho and giving them the confidence and certainty and courage and healing that they deserve on this journey, right? So, Jali, the stage is all yours. Please go ahead.
4: Thank you. Thank you, AJ. Uh, Thank you so much for doing this. I really like the concept. I really like the whole um, liberty of being able to share the spiritual stories. Because, you see, I've been teaching um, clairvoyant energy, um, and it's really weird talking about it. And knowing that there are people outside my circles (laughs) being able to talk about it means that there'll be more and more and hopefully they will come into your thing and they will really acknowledge that there are spiritual stories and that we are energy beings in a body and not just minds walking around in bodies so I wanted to start with that because a really special thing I didn't actually realize what I was getting into when I got the email and then when I heard the podcast I was like oh wow this is so good it's actually exactly what I think it should be done around the world to spread the consciousness about being spiritual beings so you said we should not really uh, go and mumble around more experiences i was going to mention a couple so i'll try to um summarize it into into one so if you have a couple uh,
3: that's fine i mean you, yeah you, you know, okay if you so, feel so, like it just go ahead
4: <laughs> okay so i'll do that so i haven't uh, i'm not sure i've ever had like an experience like there was in the wonderful foot first podcast with the father leaving the body and the daughter and the mom really seeing it. Uh, I used to see and feel beings around me when I was a kid, but um, I didn't believe they were real because no one told me they were real. And the first time I realized there was something like uh, a spiritual experience was when I decided to learn how to heal. And I started feeling the energy around. It was really easy, actually. It's super weird. So uh, until now, like when I teach people, because I don't teach now hands-on healing, I, I teach clairvoyant healing. So when I explain it, I'm not sure that people know actually that you can feel energy around you. And then when you go, because in the pranic healing I work with, you have something called divine cord. When you're actually feeling it, and you tune into, when you meditate, when you actually sing on as well or any other mantra, the divine cord goes bigger. So that was my first spiritual experience, feeling those And parts of energy field around us and then I was like okay well maybe there is such a thing as uh, being beyond the body and I started remembering those memories from my childhood and I decided to go and study energy further Uh, I call it like there was felt like 2d me doing pranic healing felt like hands-on 2d and I felt like there was more there was 3d so I went into studying this clairvoyant energy with Dr. Lawrence Taylor, who's this Gaia TV celebrity, and he took me then on his team. And well, that, that's not so important. But when I got into the clairvoyant space, you actually start seeing things there. And at first, it may not feel like it's a real energy because you kind of wondering your intellect likes to fight that it's a mind thing. And the first time I really acknowledged it was when I was reading the first dead person, which sounds to me scary because my, my own dad died when I was a child. So I had an unresolved death issues. And this a client of mine, or back then it was actually a friend because I was practicing, uh, would want me to read her just passed away dead. And the client is not supposed to tell you much. So, so you go, you know, saying like what you have, the information you pick up. And it was just incredible that I was seeing him in this. I need to close my eyes to to remember that reading. So I was seeing him in this actually checkered shirt as well. It was this different color. Uh, I had never met the guy, right? Like, so I just um he had lived somewhere far away. Um, and I just knew the friend from the age of like later years, we weren't childhood friends. And she goes saying, Yes, that's what he did. He wore those shirts. And then I'm like, yeah, and I I could see him vividly and he was like pointing at some kind of like box at me. And again, like until now, when it happens, I've been doing these things now for a few years. I still can't believe that there's like pointers behind my eyes that I'm plugging into something. So he goes pointing at his box and I'm telling him he's pointing at some box. You guys have something like hidden in, in some box. And she's like yeah there's there's, there's, this birth certificate we haven't been able to uh, validate because he immigrated from the country and we weren't able to get our czech citizenship she was czech swedish because of that because he immigrated during the year that you were not supposed to they were prosecuted for that and i was like wow Incredible. So, and then I saw him and then you also in the reading of the dead, there was a particular protocol about it where you go checking uh, what kind of part of the path the person is or the being without body by now uh, is on. And also they could be at a stage where they don't count you anymore because they have moved on. Uh, So I was checking like where he was going off to and he was about to move on to uh, reincarnate somewhere else. And he would go off to fields, and I'm saying, so he's going off to fields. He's saying goodbye. You guys are all done. And it's like, yeah, that's what he did. He used to go to the fields. And I'm like, until now, you know, I, I get loads of validations with like healings and uh, little tidbits, but the stories with a dad, or like when you get like a full, you know, full thing. I'm like, really? Even now, when I'm saying it, I'm like, where does this come from, anyway? Even you know, if you train it. So, so yeah, that's 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 the that's my spiritual share there. That it's possible that it can be a lot that you can really plug into, and then you can work with it. And yeah, I've become you know after this um, a master healer and teacher of these things, helping people to uh, uh, increase their vibrations and be happier.
2: Cool. Oh. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah.
3: Thank you for sharing, uh, Jali. Um, First of all, thanks for being courageous and sharing your story. Um, And I'm glad that you, you know, felt comfortable in doing so. And usually, you know, I think for a lot of people, that first experience, right, where they have that psychic experience or they notice something, extra sensory about themselves. Like in my case, I, I can still remember the first time I was able to sense my subtle energy. <laughs> that was such a uh, surprising moment, but also it brought up so much hope in me that maybe I'm not just this average human being designed to live a mundane, ordinary life. Maybe there's something superhuman about me and maybe about other people as well. So what happened to you the first time, right? That was your first time you were sort of working or doing this for your friend right, who became a client. But the first time you saw the father in your mind's eye, right? What like how did it feel in your body? What was your reaction to that? Right. Um,
4: well, the funny thing is, like before I had done the indeed uh, reading of the rat, reading of the dead, uh, three a.m. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, to me, it felt scary, right? And also because you see all these like horror movies. Uh, well, I did as a kid with the ghosts reading, uh, and actually felt really calm. I think that was mentioned in your previous podcast as well that when the dead person comes in, they're being their body that is uh, dead by then, It's actually quite calm that, you know, there aren't like storms coming up or windows shaking. And also there is this beautiful connection because usually you do it for someone who needs to get a message or needs to feel everything is okay with uh, the energy that's passed or they want to understand what's happened. And it's just very comforting connection I didn't expect that you know I, I kind of knew what I was getting into because I had been trained by then but then again that was just with like shorter readings because when you are training in a class you get only a few minutes always with with your classmate and then when I doing readings with my friends it was double the time I would do a regular reading so I had loads of time to connect and it was peaceful. That was the amazing thing. And I've done loads of those by now. And there's never been like, you know, shaking, scary, anything. It's, it's uh, you know, that's one thing people don't realize that when you go into that deep space within us, that's beyond ego and intellect, it's actually a calm place. It's actually a, piece of, a place of peace and happiness. And that's what the spiritual world is as well. When you have those beings with our bodies connecting. So yeah, I guess peace. I felt lots of peace. And yeah, a kind of incredibility too, (laughs) it's possible.
3: Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jali, for sharing your story and kickstarting our spirit stream number two today. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you.
1: Um,
3: Anybody else would like to go next? you can just put your hand up. Oh, okay. Lindsay can go next. Uh, Stephanie looks like has a bad, uh, bad connection. Okay. We'll wait for Stephanie later on. Okay. Hey awesome. guys.
5: Can, can you hear me? Okay.
3: Yes, no? we can hear you.
5: Okay, great. Thank you Jolly um, for sharing. That was beautiful and awesome. Um, I've actually, um, I'm going, um, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, I'm getting a reading done by a, another clairvoyant. Um, and so it's, it'll be my first one by somebody of this type of healing. So it's just funny that you're here on the call talking about your experience and I'm doing that tomorrow and and I've watched her live videos a bunch and I, and I was drawn to her and I'm like, I need to book you for, for a reading. Like I just, you know, so it's just, it's all coming together as it, as it always does. <laughs> um anyway so thank you everybody for listening to my story I don't really have I didn't really have a specific one in mind when I came on the call I just felt like I had to express maybe part of my journey so that other people could relate to it or hear it or you know I don't know so here I am doing that um so I guess where I would like to go with it from here is not to get into my whole, you know, life history or anything, obviously. But I'll say that I went through a very um, traumatic life in the beginning. And then I sort of just, and, and during that time, my feelings were completely shut down, my sensories were, I couldn't, feel physically. I couldn't feel emotions. I couldn't feel you know, anything. And therefore I couldn't connect with my spirituality, with the spiritual world, with any of that type of energy. And so I didn't really know that it existed from, for a long time until, um, I guess, I don't really, I can't remember what the catalyst is right now of, of, of the journey, but because I have a lot of feelings and emotions right now I just had a very emotional time before I got on the call so I'm a little scattered brained right now um but yeah I some there was a catalyst in which things started to appear to me things start I started opening up in ways that I did not know that was possible and you know I started like like I feel vibrations within my body and i don't know where they come from and I don't know what it is. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I meet, you know, I meet a boyfriend and when him and I connect our skins are vibrating together and i'm like what is this what is this like this is crazy um you know and then things like that just started happening more and more you know um i never used to hug anybody and then i started hugging people and feeling them and feeling love i didn't know i don't know that i ever really felt love before and now i know now i know what love feels like in in the vibrational sense in the intellectual sense in the you know so it's just like It's pretty incredible um, what we're capable of, first of all, (laughs) that people don't want you to know that we are powerful beings. And I now know this, even though I have no formal education, I didn't go to college, I barely graduated high school. I really don't have, you know, a lot of the things that in today's society, you know, people are like, this is what you need to to be successful or whatever I don't believe in any of that I believe that we just need to get in touch with ourselves we need to get in touch with our humanity with our spirituality with our unity with all of that and 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 and, and through all of that I found out that the answer to everything is love I mean that's it it's just it's just love it's universal oneness it's love we're all one like you know before I I was like such a hater I was like nah you know, you suck. I suck. Everybody sucks. (laughs) And I'm like, where was that coming from? I mean, I knew where it was coming from. It was coming from the trauma, obviously. And all the stuff that happened to me because, you know, I was like, there's no humanity. There's no love. There's just, you know, whatever, but that's not true. Um, so anyway, I just feel so blessed that now I can feel these things. I feel in touch with myself. I feel in touch with the energy in the universe around me um you know there is purpose there is there is so much so much so much um anyway I kind of went off a little bit there thank you so much everybody for listening <laughs> I'm sure I'll be a little bit less scattered very next time we do this but um just I'm glad that I got it out so thanks
3: oh 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 Aho, Aho, Aho. I'm so glad that you took the time and you know courageously expressed yourself and shared your story. And I think that uh, love is you know vibrationally the highest experience that you can, you know, experience spiritually, right? Because um, at least in um in the Vedas in, in India, uh, the the nature of consciousness is such ananda, and ananda means bliss and love and uh and it seems like you've had a lot of those experiences not without your challenges because you mentioned like early on you had a lot of challenges and um, because of which you can't you couldn't even feel right um and, and you were in a way numb but I'm so glad that you had those experiences of connection and love and self love also I'm, I'm I'm sensing that mm-hmm. your lens of looking at the world has has changed and um yeah, I really, really appreciate you sh- you sharing that and, and, and coming for more sessions as well. Because I know that there are other stories as well that you're waiting to to share, but it starts it starts now. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> Who would like to go next?
6: I'll go next. Is my mic working?
3: Madison, is that you? Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> Please go ahead.
6: All right. So I'm going to piggyback off of that a little bit. Um, I too had a traumatic childhood um, upbringing um, that I kind of just suppressed. And uh, my catalyst was, um, I was working in an eye doctor, uh, eye surgeon um, office and, you know, they say your eyes are the window to your soul. So i like, I always knew that, but um, this confirmed it for me. So. I had a patient and she came in, um, and I had no idea about like energy protection or how to protect myself. I knew that I felt things not necessarily for other people, but just, I felt this intense, you know, emotion. Um, and so my patient, she came in and she was, a she was probably about 18. She came in with her guardian and, um, we ask three questions when you come in to do like an eye exam. So we ask, you know, do you have any blurry or uncomfortable vision? Do you see any lights or flashes? And then the last question we ask is, do you ever see ghosts or shadowy figures? Figures. And um, I'd asked this question a thousand times, and this lady had sat in the chair and she just straight up said, "Oh yeah, I see ghosts all the time." And I was like, "Oh no, like I don't know what I'm going to do because here I am and this logical." You know I have to chart this I have to put this for the doctor to see so I have to click yes I see ghosts often you know all these things but I knew that this doctor was going to come in to take a look at her eyes and say you know it's fine structurally logically your eyes are fine um and so that completely freaked me out I ended up coming home from work that day quitting my job just I've never done that I've always given my two weeks and stuff I just did not know how to handle that um tried explaining it to my family. I was living with my mom at the time, so I tried explaining it to her. She is very logical and she wasn't trying to hear any of that. Um, so I just felt very unsupported and I was still searching for an answer as to, you know, how can I bring this world that I found to these people that surround me that are so logical, they need to see it. They need to feel it. Um, and have their validation. So I had remembered the Tesla, um, what are they like the plasma lights that you put your finger on and like all the energy goes to it. And I pictured that in my head one day, like a vision. And I was like, Oh, bingo, that is it. I need to get one of those. And, you know, show all these people like this energy is always around. And this sense, you just can't see it. And um, I remember like, trying so hard to get my mom to see it. And I played a song because we always get goosebumps like on our arms. It's like, it, you know, resonates with you or you really feel the emotion of that song. And she was not trying to hear that either. So I just felt very alone. Um, nobody else was going through these things. Um, and I'm from, I'm from Nebraska originally. So it's a Midwestern, you know, middle of the country. They, they, don't really believe in this metaphysical world. So it was really hard. Um, I realized that I had to, you know, do it on my own and figure this out. So just kept working and seeing different energy healers. Um, I got certified in Reiki and then I got my sound therapy with the tuning forks. I thought, okay, this is a way that I can go down this path. And, you know, when you do those therapies, you ring it and then the person you know, laying on the table will hear it. And if they hear a non peer tone, then that, you know, for me, I guess that's like a validation that, you know, you can actually hear it and hear your energy. So I went that route. Um, I just had to completely detach myself from the Western medical field from being in it for seven years. It was just, it was just this constant, like triangle pyramid of, you know, insurance and doctors and medications and just all this money. And it wasn't, like actually for the people. And so I think that's I always knew I was a healer, but it wasn't the right path. So eventually um, this just led to me going to um, Edgar Casey's massage therapy program here in Virginia, uh, Virginia beach. I actually just completed in February. So I haven't started anywhere yet, but um, it was a metaphysical school. It was the only metaphysical hospital in the entire United States back in the 1920s. And here we are in 2022. And this stuff is still you know, woo woo. And, um, so yeah, it's just, I started seeing a lot of things, feeling energy, um, you know, figuring out how to shield myself from it and not take on other people's, Um, and then it just started picking up from there. So I would just start feeling the actual sensation. Um, and my grandfather had passed away from brain cancer and I remember going over and visiting and it would just, it would make my head hurt. And it was the same place that his tumor was. I thought really nothing of it until a couple of months later and I was laying in bed one night and I couldn't shake the feeling like of this, my heart, it hurt so bad. Like it physically hurt. And I thought I was having a heart attack. So I just lay there and breathe and like, I didn't know what was going on and I woke up the next morning to find out that my uncle had ha- had a heart attack at the same time, like the night before. So that was my validation. Um, And just more as I ground and center and learn how to, you know, protect my energy and stuff, it just continues growing stronger with numbers or just a song on the radio. And I try to tell people, you know, if a song comes on the radio that reminds you of somebody that you know passed away or something, you can either take that as a coincidence, or you can take that as, you know, comfort that they're always around. And so I guess that is um, where it's at. And I'm just ready to help others see that it's not, as crazy and dark, you know, as movies or society makes it seem like it's really happy. And yeah, we are awakening.
3: Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. thank you for sharing that uh, beautiful story. I mean, I've got a couple of questions that I was hoping to <clears throat> ask you. Firstly, you mentioned that you uh, quit your job, right? that particular job and you didn't wait for two weeks. You did it immediately. So talk to us about what was going through you or happening within you that made you want to quit immediately. Just would like to get some more clarity around that.
6: Yeah. Um, So it was just, I was freaked out. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any, you know, buddy to go to, to say this happened to me. I would tell, you know, my close friends and my family, you know, like this girl said that she sees dead people. I believe her. Like, I, I totally believe her, but I'm living in this world where I can't. And it was so frustrating. And I remember just feeling so defeated. And so it just, yeah, it just really like, shook me to the point of like, okay, I'm not in alignment. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Um, You know, I need to help people that are like this, because I do believe in them. Um, And yeah, it was just, I was scared. It was fear.
3: Oh, I totally, I totally feel where you're coming from. Now, Jali had a question. She says, and that's a question I also had in my mind. Why is there, do you see ghosts question in those tests? Because I see where sometimes you have, like, do you have blurry vision? Are those questions specifically, do you see ghosts or, you know, what is that about?
6: Um, yeah, I was very taken back by the fact that it had asked that um, on there, but what I think that they are trying to get that and in their intake form is that, you know, some people have like a floater where, you know, you move and it moves and sometimes people have light or they have dark one. Um, and so I think like for me personally, I have a black floater. So it's dark. I notice it in the sunlight. Um, but for some, it is a white floater. And so I could see how in that sense, people could, you know, catch a glimpse of it when they move their eye because it's, just in your you know gel fluid in the back of your eye so as you move it's moving um and seeing a white one and just thinking you know maybe they're seeing ghosts and that I think is where it got me is that I'm like okay you're asking if they're seeing ghosts but then if they tell you yes we're not following that up with you know okay how can we help you or you know I can't help you but here's somebody that can it's just no you're fine physically you know from what I can see and we're moving along
3: that makes sense. So thanks a lot for clarifying that. Um, I can truly totally relate to maybe, you know, certain family members, you trying to explain something to your family members, you're talking, trying to explain maybe about the aura, maybe about the chakras, or something that you experienced yourself, maybe you're trying to explain to them about Kundalini, or something that is not within their worldview, uh, just them saying yes to you just for the sake of it, but not really listening to you feels so like um, disappointing, right? In a way. And uh, yeah, (laughs) that is partly why I'm doing this, uh, you know, spirit stream is so that people uh, irrespective of what they've gone through or whether or, or not their friends and family believe it, this is a place where you will get to share. And, you know, the only reason why people will join this stream is because they also have gone through something similar, and they totally believe you and they hold space for you so really really appreciate and it's great that you're taking so many steps uh, you know along your own journey to recognize your inner gifts and then seeking you know people who can support you and then helping people along that way so really appreciate you and the fact that you were working in the in the field of the eye right you said the eyes are the gate to the soul And just light light and darkness plays so much into spirituality overall. Sorry, were you saying something?
6: Oh, I said, yeah, it's it's the window to the soul. And it it really is.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing I have not done myself is the darkness experience. You know, when you are in the dark for maybe a couple of hours, maybe one day, multiple days, even when you come out of the dark, or even during that time, it, it has an effect on your body and it induces certain uh, awakening experiences. I'm not sure if you've done that yourself but that's something is is on my to-do list.
6: Oh yes, I did that actually that was in a salt float tank. It was completely dark and that's right. where I started seeing the colors like sacred geometry at first, yeah, in complete darkness.
3: Nice, nice, nice. Amazing. I love I love flotation tanks and that's exactly where I got this idea as well. I go yes. to a center in Vancouver. So, thanks for sharing. Uh, thank you. Who would like to go next i'm loving this series today okay ricky ricky would like to go all right i'm gonna replace the spotlight uh ricky you might have to unmute yourself
2: yeah i did i did awesome perfect um so first of all i these journeys are fantastic and i'm so happy that you're doing this aditya because because it's really this is really neat this is like what i'm totally here for um Madison, I think that I'm so excited to hear that you're doing the Edgar Casey course. I, I, I didn't know they did that. Still, I knew about Edgar Casey. I didn't know they were still doing it. It's fascinating. I will be looking into it myself. Yeah, um, you have
6: to come visit us.
2: <laughs> oh, I, and I—I've been to Virginia Beach, so you know I know where to find you. <laughs> but um, and the thing about the music, and I. This will be my second, but they'll both be short stories. Um, you talk about the music being a comfort to someone. My daughter has had passed away. It'll be two years in May. And she distinctly sends her father messages through music, like songs that, that we've seen performances together. But they, it's not run-of-the-mill. It's not like uh, blah, 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 Bruno. It's, it's nothing like that. You know, it's stuff like we've been to particular shows and she sends him the the songs that are appropriate so that he knows he's like i know she's fine you know he's an architect he's not a, he's not a spiritual guy i'm the one who's the spiritual one so so it is it's a great comfort and i'm just delighted that we can both you know that we can both appreciate it and that i know people like all of you who can appreciate it so thank you thanks for thanks for your support and thank you aditya for you know, gelling in the uh, flotation tank and coming up with this. Um, the other story I have, which is really quick. When I was a little girl, my family was a little dysfunctional and my mother would let me walk up and down our development and I would go visit friends of ours who had a very nicely terraced garden and they had those garden gnomes, you know, like the the lovely ceramic garden gnomes back in the day and I'd visit these I was like only 3. So, you know, okay, but she let her kid wander around. So, one afternoon I was taking a nap in the crib. I remember this distinctly. And I rolled over and I had like a desk with a chair. And I looked under it and there was a gnome. And he was just sitting there staring at me. I'm not kidding. I mean, he was like he was sitting there like with his little knees crossed. And looking like this except he was he had his head turned because it would be turned to see me in the crib and I just was like I know I've seen that guy up in the up in the garden but I was like I was not verbal so it wasn't like I was going to say hey how are you I just but I saw him you know so and like I tell my family and they laugh you know like they like they they sort of believe me but they don't really (laughs) So it's kind of cool. And like, I wish I could see more things like that. And I'm hoping that if I can meditate and raise my vibration, I, I will. It's always been a lot of fun. So thanks for listening to my little gnome story. I, it was great. It was a great experience.
3: Ah-ho. Oh. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, Ricky. Um, firstly, thank you for all your support you know, all these years, and especially during the pandemic, um, we've had some great time breathing together every week. And it's so nice to see you every time. Um, Sorry for your daughter's loss. I know that it's been really difficult for you, but it's uh, uh, such a nice thing to, you know, receive messages from her, even from, you know, across the whale. So do you remember the first time that your husband, who's not spiritual, received like a message and what did he tell you exactly? How did he, he said, express
2: it to you? Well, the, the music thing, like we see cardinals and he's like, Oh, I saw a cardinal. I saw a butterfly. I, I saw this. I saw that. Look, mm-hmm. there's a butterfly and we see this stuff all the time. So we're yeah. like, okay, cool. She's with us. Um, but the first time that he heard a song, it was a very strange. He listens to a jazz station. And I mean, like it's, it's, jazz it's like you know it's it's vocals but it's traditional and it's easily accessible they're pretty standard things all of a sudden he said one day he was sitting there working and this song came on it was a haunting melody and it was it was called going home i'm you know it was all about i'm going home my friends are there i'm my mom and dad are too and it was it was very specific and he was like i knew it was from michelle and then he, so he typed, because it wasn't in the usual rotation. So he typed a message to the DJ saying, you know, I don't mean to be weird, but I heard this and, and it really meant something to me. So the next, so he was doing that the next day. The next day, as he was typing the message, the song came on again. And he was like, he goes, this isn't, he goes, this is not a coincidence. He's like, I mean, and, and I was just so delighted because between the two of us, he's the one she has to convince, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's, and and he, he's been right there with it. You know, I think, I think that whole, unfortunately we lost her in the physical sense, but we will, you know, she'll always be with us. We will always have her in in a sense. And I think that working with you, Aditya, you know, when we do the breath work, and like I said, like, there was one time when I got a glimpse of, like, what's beyond, that was pretty, that was a very powerful, um, that was a, it was a powerful experience, and it's one that I really hold on to, and I certainly hope to get as many as I can stand. And I also think that you go through, like, Lindsay, when when you're going through these things, I think you you get what you can handle. In every different way. So, like, I've never seen ghosts. I've felt. Um, one time we were at a restaurant. And we went upstairs. And they said, if the, if you can feel this thing vibrating, like the ghost is there, and it was a mattress and it vibrated. I mean, I was like, yeah, this is real. I mean, it was crazy. But, um, but I think that you like, like I said, you you get the messages. You can handle at the time you can handle them. So that's my take on all of it. And I'm just so glad to be around people who are with me that way. So thank you.
3: Love it. Love it. Love it. I I strongly believe that if it's happened in your life, if you've experienced it, it's only because you can handle this experience, right? The universe is not going to give you something that you cannot handle. And uh, I love that all of us are having these experiences, right? that change our relationship or our understanding of what life is and mm. what death is. Cause a lot of times we feel that death is the end, right? There's full stop. There's nothing after that. And there's no way to even communicate or connect with that. But now it's like, like multidimensional. And it's like a full spectrum where if you, if we activate our abilities and if we at least take the steps towards learning uh, about our beautiful universe, then like, you know, to your point, our loved ones will communicate with us Mm -hmm. in some way or the other, in some form of the, it's not very predictable, but it does happen. And when it happens, you feel it in your stomach, right? You feel like goosebumps all over, like you were sharing. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Anybody else who would like to go next? Somebody styped something. Energy can never be created nor destroyed, only takes a different form. She's always with the both of you. Thank you for sharing your story, Ricky. Now you got to tell your husband to start picking his own specific signs and let the universe, let the universe will deliver. Then his, this experience becomes a fun game. It's very true. true. All right. Anybody else would like to uh, share their story? You can just... Unmute yourself. It looks like Yvonne. You...
7: <laughs> I am. I'm still
3: Oh, I think you went on back to mute again.
7: Okay, can you hear me?
3: Yes, we can hear you. Yvonne, are you comfortable sharing your cam as well? Or do you just want to do audio?
7: no, I just am learning how to do all this.
3: Okay. I, okay. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, we're all learning. <laughs> I'm
7: like, I it's I I'm my phone.
3: You're on your Oops. phone, okay? So I've just um, asked to start cam, and you should receive a notification. Oh, there you are! Can e- you see me Yvonne. now? This is the one that we know. How are you doing?
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine.
3: Amazing! How are amazing. you? I'm doing good. I'm doing it. So good to see you. It's so wonderful to see you. Uh, all right. It's so, been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been but a while. I
7: just I usually play tennis at this time, so mm-hmm. I'm not usually available to see some of the stuff that you have going but i just saw uh well i caught my it's raining today so i didn't i'm home yeah and i was listening to some of the stories about how people came in touch with energy or clairvoyance and it just you know it's amazing how spirit works but i remember starting with you um on the chakra sprints Mm -hmm. that you had a, a, a long time ago and uh I signed up and I really enjoyed it. I think it was, was it 21 days or something? 21 days, yeah. And we, you would uh, direct meditations and you introduced crystals and uh, oils. And, and it was at a time when I was having a health issue and I had to uh, detox from chemicals. Everything that I used... Hair, You know, from hair products, uh, face products, all different kinds of things, uh, you know, fluorides in your toothpaste. And I had to do um, saunas and uh, three times a week. So I had plenty of meditation time in my uh, sauna. And all of a sudden you just it, you had introduced to me to chakras before that. I'd never heard anything of that kind of stuff. And when I uh, did these uh, meditations in my sauna, all of a sudden I just saw these colors uh, appear, and and it was just the coolest thing. And I, um, there was someone at the office who did uh, what do you call it? Uh, the needles, acupuncture. Acupuncture, yeah and again the 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 flourish of colors were appearing and and a, a sensitivity a intuition was opening up for me and it was just the coolest thing and I didn't know it was so new to me all I had was you and introducing uh chakras and their meanings and the colors and and so now when It became, it was so much, it was a surprise to me and I didn't know what to do with all this. And I kind of, after the chakra sprint, I really kept up with the meditation and you talked about journaling your feelings, uh, thoughts that come to your mind, um, acknowledging those thoughts and putting it on paper and just letting it go, you know, not reading anything into it, but just kind of letting that happen. And since then, um, I kind of put it away because it became too much for me and and uh, then um, COVID hit, we're home, a lot of time on your hands and stuff. So I got back into meditation again and again. You know, the, what I call my purple little friend would, would be there every time I uh, uh, started meditating. And uh, now I, I'm in a group with people that are clairvoyant and intuitive and are helping me again uh, explore Uh, this energy and taking Reiki uh, to sense that energy and that feeling that energy comes so easily now. And I'm just grateful for the, the introduction into energy and, uh, you know, opening that, that world up to me and knowing that, uh, you know, there's this big energy field around us, you know, the auras that we see out it outside and it, it surprises me that not everyone can see it. <laughs> so, cause I, it's like, you just have those days where you're outside like, man, it's a beautiful day you know, don't you see the colors around the trees? And I look at the trees and like, man, these guys are like sentinels that are watching over us. And yeah, you know, just all these different feelings of energy, you know, through plant life and people. And, um, it's just cool to, to be aware of it.
3: That is amazing. Aho. 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 Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Yvonne. Um, Yeah, I totally believe, right? It's like... So everything is synchronicity. If the universe wants you to partake in this experience, then some way, somehow, when it's least planned, like you said, you would normally go for tennis, you'll receive a notification. There's an inner desire. I feel it's karmic in nature to just attend it because maybe you'll get some message or you hear somebody saying something. And I'm really glad that you listened to your intuition. I still love crystals, by the way. So that's uh, that love is still there. Uh, but my question to you is, tell us about your purple little friend
7: well to me uh because this energy and uh spirit stuff was kind of out of my realm there and i it just made me nervous to think about it um and every time i saw uh this purple mist or being orb really it was a round little thing of purple that's how i knew okay it's kind of like my my little friend or my guide I knew that, okay, you're safe. Everything's going to be fine. You know, it was that feeling of you're okay. It's Don't be afraid. This is, all you know, because I didn't have anyone to tell me what, you know, this energy was, energy healing. Now we have, again, my husband's a physician and we have a wellness practice. And one of our, um, uh, uh, you know, the lady that works the front desk, is a Reiki master <laughs> You know, talk about synchronicities, you know, when I was uh, learning about this stuff and I had shared something about, wow, I just had this weird feeling. And, you know, I was talking about a meditation. She's says, Oh, you meditate. And I was explaining things to her. And then she started talking to me. And that says, Oh, by the way, you know, I know Reiki and, uh, and I can help you with this energy stuff that you're learning. And I'm like, no way. And then from there, um, with this meditation, I came across this theta healing, which totally blew my mind. but when you get into this uh, meditation, I was able to uh, elevate my thoughts outside of myself and uh, that space you know that you guys talk about that other space outside of yourself and it's kind of a, a universal even outside of that it was just really a cool um experience, you know, and she was able to guide me through that because she had, uh, she's a Theta healer as well. And again, it's just, uh, I think it's spirit that just guides you to where you need to go. Some of you are talking about sound healing and, um, you know, you just discovered it. It it came your way when you were ready for it. And I think I'm, I'm probably the slowest traveler, (laughs) In this metaphysical world, but it's leading me in a way where I can accept the ideas and I'm open to it and I'm more open all the time and I'm studying and growing with this energy. And again, I just want to say thank you, AJ, for exposing me to this new place that I'm at.
3: Do you have uh, spiritual discussions with your husband? Is he spiritual at all?
7: He is, he is? coming around to it. Yes, he does because he has had um, uh, he did with this. Uh, now we we offer Reiki in the office for uh, for our clients, and he has had several um, sessions with her and has been amazed with the things that she has uncovered. Uh, for him and clearing some of his uh, shadows or uh, things that he didn't even realize were bothering him until that they were cleared. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's Mm -hmm. amazing. So it's really expanded, you know, our consciousness for sure.
3: Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Would anybody else like to go next? We've got uh, three people who are watching for now. And so I just wanted to check Jacqueline uh, uh, Teleria or Shagun, would any of you like to share your story? I think uh, Teleria mentioned earlier that uh, her sound is not that good. Um, so uh, once again, thanks everyone for attending uh, today's workshop or today's session and boldly, courageously, vulnerably sharing your stories. This is just the beginning. Um, So if you have any friends, if you have any uh, acquaintances or family members that you feel they've got a story within and they would like to express themselves and and receive some healing, then please let them know. Because like I said, uh, my goal is to make this community huge where we have maybe 50, 70, 80 people streaming together in community and listening to each other's story and listening to people express themselves without any judgment, only with love and supporting them fully. Somebody wanna say something? Okay, uh, so uh, thanks once again. Look forward to your episode because uh, I'm gonna post <laughs> it this week and feel free to share it. But uh, if anyone has any question or comments or observation, my email is ajatmy 7 com. That's ajatmy 7 com. And I'll be posting the Zoom link in the show notes once the episode is out, so that you can you can join us. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, and I hope you have a nice day or night ahead. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to My Seven Chakras at mysevenchakras.com. That is my s e v e n chakras.com.